Welcome to the audio podcast of Dwell in the Word from First Reformed Church in Edgerton, Minnesota. Bible readings and devotional commentary to help you grow in faith by dwelling in God's Holy Word. Welcome to Dwell in the Word. Today is Friday. It's July 23rd. We begin with a prayer from Hughes Elephant Old, a prayer for illumination. Let us pray. Blessed you are, Lord, gracious Father, O Lord, whose love is revealed in your Son. O Lord, whose love is the delight of all life, and whose word we love as the light of life. Pour out your Spirit, as we read from your prophets and apostles, that in meditating upon them, our hearts might be illumined and our days filled with peace. Through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Okay, we are in Philippians chapter 4. Not much left in the book of Philippians. We'll be reading from verse 2 through verse 9. Hear the word of the Lord. I entreat Euodia and I entreat Syntyche to agree in the Lord. Yes, I ask you also, true companion, help these women who have labored side by side with me in the gospel together with Clement and the rest of my fellow workers, whose names are in the book of life. Rejoice in the Lord always. Again, I will say, rejoice. Let your reasonableness be known to everyone. The Lord is at hand. Do not be anxious about anything, but in everything by prayer and supplication. With thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God. And the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. Finally, brothers, whatever is true, whatever is honorable, whatever is just, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is commendable, if there is any excellence, if there is anything worthy of praise, think about these things. What you have learned and received and heard and seen in me, practice these things, and the God of peace will be with you. And so here we land in one of the more well-known parts of the book, of Philippians. Chapter 4 uh, is probably the best known part of the book. Uh, there's a lot of verses that we know that maybe we memorized when we were younger or things that are, say, from songs. Uh, just look at verse 4. Rejoice in the Lord always. Again, I will say rejoice. Now, let's remember what we've seen in Philippians so far. The the people, the church in Philippi, they're, they're experiencing persecution. persecution. Paul is experiencing persecution. He has been imprisoned. And what is Paul saying they should do? They should rejoice. Now that is counterintuitive. That's the exact opposite of how you and I would think uh, things would go because we sort of like to play the victim, don't we? We, If we're being persecuted, we kind of want people to know. Uh, we want, we, we're kind of down trying to, oh, you know, feel sorry for me. That That's our natural inclination. But Paul is doing the exact opposite. He's saying, rejoice in the Lord always. Even in the midst of persecution, rejoice. Again, rejoice. And so what does Paul suggest that they do in order to do this? Well, several things. He says, don't be anxious about anything. Well, how do you do that? Well, in everything, by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God. He's saying, you know, Turn it over to God. When things seem difficult to you, give it to God. Let it be known that that you are trusting in him. And then what else? He says, and the peace of God when you do this, which surpasses all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. If you give things over to God, he will bless you with peace and he'll guard your heart and your mind. That, That part of your heart that desires other things will be protected by the peace of God. And in your mind, which doubts and says, I'm being persecuted. How can God allow this to happen? God will build you up. He will guard your heart and your mind in Christ Jesus. 
And then it goes even further. And this is maybe one of the best known, absolute best known parts of Philippians. Finally, whatever is true, whatever is honorable, whatever is just, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is commendable, if there is any excellence, if there's anything worthy of praise, think about these things. Paul is sending the people in the church in Philippi towards what is good. What are the things of God? Seek these things out. If it's true, it's of God. If it's honorable, it's of God. Whatever is just, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is commendable, seek after those things. Desire those things. And not only will this help build you up in faith, not only will God use these things in you to be a witness to the world, but it will help you to rejoice. It will help you to see all the things that God values. It'll help you to value the things that God values. Even though the world is up against us, the world isn't concerned with truth. The world isn't concerned with what is honorable. When we do these things, these things that are pure, that are just, that are lovely, when we do those things, people are going to see the work of Christ in us. It gives us an opportunity to witness to his faithfulness in a lost and dying world. And so may we do these things. May we rejoice. May we not be anxious about anything. And oh boy, that, that's hard. Um, that's hard. But may we be a people that submits everything to God in prayer, trusting that the peace of God will be with us to help us because that is a wonderful place to be because no matter what comes at us, we are able to say the Lord is in control. He has the best in mind for us, even if that's persecution. And so we can rejoice. Why? Because we have the one who has saved us from sin, death, and hell. We have the one who we can look to and say, we have eternal life so we can rejoice in all things, no matter what is happening. And so may we do those things that he desires in our lives, that we might bring all honor, glory, and praise to him, that this glory may be a witness, a light to a lost and dying world, that we might share the gospel and people will hear and believe the truth. Let us go to prayer. Merciful Father, we rejoice in you. For we know that you are our Father because of what Jesus has done in his death, resurrection, and ascension to unite us to himself. Grant that we would be blessed with patience and peace as we live and serve you in your world. We know that the exhortations of Paul in this passage of Philippians are difficult. We are prone to anxiousness, and it can be difficult to be thankful. And so we ask that through your word and spirit today, you would guide us on a path to seek whatever is true, whatever is honorable, whatever is just, whatever is lovely and whatever is commendable. May we seek the things that are praiseworthy and think on those things that our lives might bring honor and glory to Jesus for who he is and what he has done. And so as we step out into the world today, we trust that the spirit and the word that we have heard will go with us. Grant that we will be your faithful witnesses in a lost and dying world, that more may hear and believe the good news of salvation through Christ alone. It is in his name that we pray. Amen. All right. Have yourself an excellent Friday and an even more excellent weekend. Take care. Thank you for listening to Dwell in the Word. You can find more information about First Reformed Church at our website, edgertonfrc.org. Dwell in the Word episodes are available weekdays on Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. You can also watch the video versions of these devotions at our Facebook page and YouTube channel.